Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of On the Barricades. This is your place for uh, for this is your place for Pan Eastern European news, always from a critical left uh, perspective. And of course, the, uh, th this is the thumbs up, thumbs down. And uh, joining uh, and and and, uh, and joining the barricades is myself, uh, Yuri Smouter of One Plus One at Yuri Muckraker at uh, YouTube. And uh, you know, joined by your uh, by your by your regular uh, hosts, uh, Dr. Maria Chernat and Boyan Stanislavski. Hey guys. Hello. Hi, hi. Good to be here. Uh, likewise, uh, even though the world is really on fire, and and you know, and basically, you know, we are in, we are de facto in World War Three, but uh, <laughs> but anywho, and so yeah, so so. So let's so let's get into it. Uh, I'll start first. You know my you know thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, my you know thumbs down definitely has to go to people across the political spectrum in all in, in all sorts of uh, cultural institutions, whether it's sports, Hollywood, the theater world, the music world, McDonald's, Burger King, all sorts of corporations who. Have all of us who 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 are all you know joining in this extreme cultural and you know political boycotts of uh, of Russia, and you know uh, I'm no friend of you know Vladimir Putin. I'm not his uh, you know I'm not his lawyer. If I was a if I was a Russian voter, I wouldn't even be voting for 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 Putin. He's a fiscally conservative guy. He's uh, so he's a socially conservative guy. But that said, anyone who watches, uh, any, anyone who reads the barricade or, or or watches the barricade, anyone knows, you know, who knows my work, knows that, uh, you know, I don't know. It's it, it's 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 just it, it's just the double standards, the triple standards that's being launched on uh, on uh, Russia, the collective punishment that's going to be enacted on the uh, on the mostly you know impoverished. Russian working class, I just think it's disgusting, and I just don't. And I'm also just, you know, kind of. I'm, and I'm also, you know, fed up with the fact that that uh, you know we tolerate white collar crooks, left, right, and center all the time in Britain. The most corrupt uh, place in the world is the city of London, followed by you know Wall Streets. Uh, <laughs> Followed by, you know, every, uh, you know, followed by Luxembourg and and all these, you know, tax dodging havens, which are, you know, in the West, some of them perfectly legal. And I just and I don't see this, you know, this level of, you know, aggressive uh, sanctioning on on anyone who does uh, who, do, who does that sort of business. And and while I do, you know, like the fact that people are all, you know, we stand with, you know, the victims of uh, war and we should be giving relief to Ukraine and and and, uh, and all that stuff. It just sickens me uh, because where are all these people with uh, uh, you know with their flags when it came to uh, when it comes to Yemen being decimated by the Western Gulf uh, genocidal war that's happening there? Where was people's moment of silence and people's telethons and walkathons and? And, and you know, and, and 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 Iraqi flags, and saying you know, down with uh, with American empire. Uh, where where were they when it was Libya? You know, where 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 are they when it comes to Syria? 
of course, they're not there. They de facto support all of those uh, wars, and 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 of course, all you know, the unthinkable gets normalized when it's when it's under Democrat administrations, and uh, so that's my thumbs down. My other thumbs down is, uh, uh, you know, is the uh, UK uh, Supreme Court, which, uh, which, which has decided that they're not even going to hear the appeal case of, uh, of uh, Julian Assange, who is arbitrarily uh, detained in Belmarsh prison. And basically, you know, the, uh, you know Julian is, 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 again, this is another legal blow to him because this basically means that, they, that, they, that, that he can be extradited to the U.S., although uh, his lawyers are trying to find more ways to delay that and to uh, fight this, which is why I say, you know, I'm with WikiLeaks. And another thumbs down has to go to the the European Union, uh, uh, NATO allied countries, uh, the U.S., Canada, all of them uh, who have banned RT, Sputnik, uh, Mafic, which is a uh, w- which was a uh, Russian uh, state-affiliated uh, media uh, company, uh, you know they've they, they've banned all of they they've banned all of them so extreme to the point that you can't even go on RT's own website just to you know watch whatever program you may have liked or you know or or or, or get their uh, point of view. Uh, and again, where are all of those? Uh, People who whine and bitch about cancel culture uh, when they uh, when, when 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 this act of uh, censorship, uh, extreme censorship, is happening, where are all the Je suis uh, Charlie people when it comes to this? Which is why I say, and people uh, people in the Twitter worlds and the Facebook worlds, please do hashtag Je suis Charlie, Je suis Sputnik, Je suis Mathic, Je suis WikiLeaks, and free Julian Assange. Uh, this is this is not neo McCarthyism anymore. This is uh, this is Russophobia, plain and uh, you know, plain and simple. So that's my uh, thumbs, uh, you know, my thumbs uh, thumbs down. But my thumbs up has to go to the peace movement because uh, there are outlets uh, who 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 are refusing to go along with this. Uh, with this nonsense, that's the barricade. That's breakthrough news. Uh, that's uh, you know shadow proof. That's uh, Empire Files. Uh, you, you know that's uh, uh, you know uh, uh, ma- many of the peace movements I follow, like the Hamilton Coalition to Stop the War, the Canada Files, the International Manifesto uh, uh, Group, and uh, and so so in times like these, it's it, it's good to know. You know, uh, as, as the late Glenn Ford would say, who's for real and who's fronting. So, again, you know, uh, my compliments go to uh, Your World News, uh, Black Agenda Reports, uh, uh, you know, all of these uh, outlets, which uh, which uh, some big audience, some smaller audience, but they're, you know, not jumping the shark on, uh, you know, on on rah, rah, NATO is good, rah, rah. We stand with uh, Ukrainians, even though they have, you know, Nazi symbols all over the place and and lionize, you know, war, you know, Nazi collaborators and so forth. So (laughs) any thoughts on that? Yes. Well, well, you know, I I envy you because uh, while I was listening to you, Yuri, I realized that you speak from a place of comfort in a way that you can express these views 
without being fearful, which is not the case, my case, for instance, besides the fact that I have family and friends and people close to me accusing me of all sorts of things, just for remembering some of the things you said and with documented proof and in a very rational and balanced uh, uh, language and perspective. I also fear um, discussing even these things because it will come. And I feel that we are very close to, to the point where any dissenting voice, especially in Romania, is treated like a Russian puppet. The Russian puppet and the Russian agent and the Russian enable, enabler are, are, you know, labels that can be so easily attached to you. For instance, for even bringing out the idea that Azov battalions exist in Ukraine, exist in Ukraine, you can be labeled as a Russian puppet or of somebody who swallows Russian propaganda. Yeah. If you say that there are extremists in Ukraine, the same, you can win the same label, Russian puppet, Russian enabler, Putin's uh, whatever. And Every time you try to deviate from the mainstream, you may be accused of this. It is either black or white. Uh, you don't have room for nuances, unfortunately. And especially in Romania, things got so tense that I had to block people. I had to stop posting because the level of hysteria and hatred was so big that um, you couldn't face it anymore. And these people, when they are so enraged and they are so fanaticized by this whole propaganda machine, they can really harm you. They can send letters to your university. They can, uh, they, they basically put a target on your back. They put a yeah. target on your back. And we had all this cancel culture wars were perfect for the time being. They were creating the perfect opportunity for this type of very manichaistic and very simplistic uh, way of thinking. It's almost cartoonish where you have Putin depicted as an evil monster and you have Zelensky, who's the Superman, who's going to save us. I've never seen such uh, such effective. Uh, uh, in fact, let's uh, say per persuasion. You know, because right now, when you think about it, so Russia today is gone. Sputnik is gone. What does it mean that everything we see on the news is the truth? Because there is no more propaganda. Because propaganda was the things the Russians were saying. And since we eliminated those voices from the public sphere, it means that we only see the truth being you know, spoken all over the place. You only see true information and there is no more propaganda. So we move to the next level. And my thumbs down is to this to this situation in Romania where you don't need an authoritarian government to tell you what to think. I was speaking to Ilya Budraiskis, um, a Russian leftist who had a very famous YouTube channel in Russia. And of course, he was a leftist, a communist, a critic of the regime. Heck? He said he's like afraid he doesn't to come have that to anymore? 
he said that uh, uh, he he had to temper down then that his uh, YouTuber uh, career was short-lived. I don't know whether he shot it down or whether he continues. Okay. But nevertheless, he said that he's afraid to come to our show. And he said, um, he said something else. Um, uh, at some point, uh, um, oh, you made me lose my, <laughs> lose my train of thought. I was about to say that basically in this type of environment, it's almost impossible to, to discuss rationally. And I told him, you know what? You are in a privileged situation in a way because in your country, in Russia, you know who the enemy is, the authorities, Putin, okay? So you know, you know who the oppressor is. But in Romania, there is the same level of censorship, but unfortunately, is the, it is the people who are becoming agents of the system, and you're afraid of them becoming agents of this system of oppression, of this enlightened military despotism, as I like to refer yeah. to the NATO uh, um, um, how should I say, a uh, way of organizing things around the world. So I'm afraid not of the authorities, you know, this, this is the bizarre thing. I'm afraid of my friends and my close friends for denouncing me. Mm -hmm. And this is even worse. This is even worse. And there is no way out, but a major, a major, um, a major shift in a way the the society is is built today and there is bound to be a clash at some point and at some point this bubble will burst i mean i was going today taking my daughter to school and the the radio was saying that 93 percent of ukrainians believe that the ukrainian army will win the war well hmm. we all know <laughs> this is so far-fetched this is so far from the truth at the same time they were saying look putin is not going to stop in ukraine he's going to take ukraine and come to romania and we have to give ukrainians weapons and we have to engage in a world war three de facto for defending uh, uh, uh romania and the rest of the world but you see here how how absurd this is if Putin is losing the war and the Ukrainians are winning. Why are we supposed to, to get involved and to defend, defend Ukraine since they are doing such a good job on their own? I mean, this is, this is unbelievable. And um, well, I, to tell yeah. you the truth, I don't see a way out. I saw, I saw some anti-war movements there were some people protesting against NATO and against Russia at the same time, against the invasion and against NATO. But there were like 14 people protesting, you know. And uh, But maybe there is hope. This is my only thumbs up to those people who are willing to, to engage in a more balanced perspective of, of what's going on. And also my thumbs down, and this is the last thing, to the leftists in Romania. To the leftists in Romania, because most of them, as it was so easy to see right now, that most of them were um, so pro-NATO and were just a creation 
of the funds invested in Romania by different NGOs and foundations. And they were the direct result of this time of NGO system. And they were not true to their cause. They were just some people who were able to challenge the status quo, patriarchy, racism, and all the other convenient causes um, at the under the umbrella of NATO. Yeah. All it took, all it took for some uh, feminists, for some leftists, was the Russian threat, and all of a sudden the Armenian military is great. Uh, all those who are in favor of war and of uh, buying weapons are great. So all it took was a little shaking and uh, the threat. Of course, Romania is not the direct uh, threat right now, but all it, it, it took was a crisis for those people to lionize the very institutions, oppressive institutions that they should have fought against they should have fought fought and uh, okay i will come back to it. the last is the feminism and the fact that we we were so obsessed in calling every man telling a stupid joke a fascist and we pay no attention to international politics unfortunately in feminism and i interview oksana duchkak who's a feminist from ukraine and we both came to the conclusion that that was a major, a major failure in the feminist movement. I was, I think, among the only ones in Romania to interview feminists from Russia, to interview feminists from Ukraine. But more should have been done in the idea of building a pro-peace movement, feminist movement with feminists from Russia, feminists from Ukraine, a building an alliance here. Uh, that would have proven, I think, important in days like this. Because the pro-peace uh, leftist and feminist movement in our part of the world is more, almost non-existent. So this is the bleak situation. A follow-up I have to say to what you were saying is, uh, you know, I was talking with uh, with uh, my friend uh, Solomon uh, Kamajan, uh of uh, of uh, uh, you know of the really brilliant uh, and very underrated uh, news outlets, uh, Your World News, and we were getting into a conversation about you know propaganda and how awful uh, you know the propaganda system is in the U.S. And I you know kept trying to you know push back against all of it. I was saying, yeah, you know, propaganda is really really bad in the United States. But I, was, but I was saying to Solomon that, like, hey, there's at least some kind of space. You guys have a pretty robust, it may be small, but you guys have a pretty robust anti-imperialist movement and people who are free to criticize NATO and to, and, and, and to say that NATO is not a force for good in the world. We do not have this in Canada. We do not have this in Europe. I was saying to Solomon, there is no room, no room whatsoever to have to, for for to to have the kind of perspective we have on Russia, Ukraine, and NATO, there just isn't. There just uh, isn't. And I was saying to him, you know, I may, I you know, I may only speak English, but but but, but knowing the uh, 
French media, Italian media, the uh, Dutch media, and the Belgian uh, media, and I know for a fact Eastern Europe, uh, you know, across the, uh, you know, across Eastern European media, every, you know, mo you know, mo most of the corporate news outlets, what people read and what people uh, watch, they're all just so pro NATO, and they're all just so. Yeah, you know, NATO's a force for good in the world, and then the left, the you know, you know, you know, the left. There's, there's, there's no, there's no, there, there's no equivalent to you know, world beyond war, black alliance for peace, Hamilton coalition to stop the war, uh, or 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 to stop the war uh, coalition. There's no equivalent of that, uh, you know, across. Uh, you know, uh, you know, across Europe, because just so many people just have these, you know, imperial blind spots on uh, NATO, and uh, yeah, so, uh, so, so, uh, I don't know. Like, I, like, like, I really wish, like, I really wish I, I was living, uh, you know, in, uh, in, you know, Canada or the U.S. right now, because I would be, I would, because, because I, because there is a community of like anti-imperialists. Uh, activists right there who are calling you know bullshit uh, uh to 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 the war making and the fake news uh making there just isn't that in uh uh europe and if and, and if there is well unfortunately there's you know you know there's there's the language barrier but uh the two of you can can challenge me on that if you want uh but uh Right. Well, I'm not sure if there's much to, to, to challenge you on in a sense that, you know, I, I mostly agree with pretty much everything, you know, that was said here by you and by Maria. Uh, we're approaching the end of the first segment, so uh, I will not start a new topic now. I will just echo or amplify maybe some of the points that you made. Uh, first of all, I want to say that I totally agree with Maria and, uh, <coughs> and uh, you know, the, uh, the situation has definitely taken a toll on us. On all of us, I, uh, you know, I didn't block people because I just went ahead and deleted the entire Facebook account that I had because I wasn't able to cope with the amount of insults uh, that were, you know, sent to me in private messages or or that were expressed in whatever you know comments underneath the kind of occasional, very occasional posts that I would put there, put out there. Uh, and are these uh, you are know, friends, and, and and are these are are these so so are these personal friends, but also people who do follow uh, the 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 the, uh, the barricade in the three languages, Bulgarian, Romanian, and English. No, mostly uh, mostly we're talking about like like now I was talking about my personal situation and my personal private, you know, Facebook whatever account wall and and like publishing kind of spot. Uh, otherwise, you know, people that are following uh, from for for all I know, you know, people that are following uh, our uh, our posts on uh, the three pages that we uh, maintain on Facebook, which is the Bulgarian, Romanian, and English language websites no, i i haven't seen any kind of uh, repulsive reactions you know i mean i i feel that you know it's much better uh, that our audience is much better prepared than our immediate social and mm -hmm. um, uh, environment so to say uh, and uh, for me of course it was extremely disappointing and it was very saddening honestly like of course you know i don't want to complain here i understand the people in ukraine who are being you know tarred 
targeted and bombed and you know whatnot and are being you know the subject of war or invasion you know they really have the problem i mean myself that i've lost a couple of friendships and facebook is pretty much nothing yeah and you know i don't want to i don't want to exaggerate that to an extent but still it's you know it's 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 you know journalism is a very uh you know people uh you know don't realize this but journalism is a very uh you know lonely uh business when you go against uh you know alexander coburn once said about uh about gary webb who exposed uh uh, the CIA, uh, uh, you know, engaging in the drug trafficking against the illegal uh, war on the uh, Daniel Ortega's uh, socialist government in uh, Nicaragua. And they were trafficking, you know, uh, crack cocaine there, putting it into, you know, South Central Los Angeles and mostly impoverished Black and Latino communities. Gary Webb was, of course, uh, you know, he was given, you know, the Julian Assange uh, treatments by by the corporate media there, uh, you know, viciously, you know, smeared and libeled and whatnot. And Alexander Coburn, you know, mentioned another journalist who went through the same thing. And <laughs> Coburn goes, not a nice profession, uh, my business journalism. If you're looking for solidarity, don't be, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to find it in journalism. That's me, you know, you know, paraphrasing that. And, uh, and uh, you know, like, Sometimes, you know, people, you know, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, the occasional uh, friends uh, says like, uh, you know, how, you know, you know, how do uh, you know, you must have like a lot of, you know, support when, you know, when you're when, when you do the program. And I was saying, well, I don't know, because first of all, there's uh, because there's not there's not a level of engagement I would like. And then sometimes when I when, when I when I am hearing, you know, people in my personal life, uh, when, when I see them, you know, recycling, you uh, uh, propaganda from whatever uh, corporate state media outlets that they uh, that they're watching it, it 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 just stuns me. It just stuns me how okay I can convince them that Syria is uh, is an imperial war. I can try to you know uh, convince them that the war in Venezuela is a war for oil and not something that they should be supporting. But but it's like. I know for a fact these people once upon a time would have spoken out against the Iraq war. And if they knew people, they probably would have protested against the Iraq war. But come Barry Obama and sleazy, creepy, war profiteering Joe Biden and anything which has to do with Russia. And all of a sudden they're all rah, rah, rah. Let's go to war against Putin because he's Hitler or, or Stalin. And, and or both. <laughs> or both or both and it's and it's just and and yeah and and when it comes and and yeah and it's uh it can be very difficult in our personal lives it can be very uh difficult because there's no there's no what you know one 800 uh hotline of you know of samaritans that says okay calm down don't worry it'll get better blah blah blah, blah and all that stuff so yeah i think i think you're right and uh of course you know i'm not trying to diminish the problem uh, okay, uh, pretty much. I, I mean, I agree with the way you explain it, of course. And and as I said, it has taken a toll of uh, on us, all of us probably, and you know, our families, our friends, our you know, people that that are, as I said, our immediate social or you know, surrounding. They have, um, you know, by and large, turned against our analysis, which they don't even understand, or or they don't even want to. Or they're not even attempting to comprehend. But before you say anything, like before you you actually want to put forward some argument, you know, it, it's enough to just say, "Hey, okay, the war is terrible. We're against that." But you know, saying that the Russians are crazy and and evil doesn't help here. 
we we should perhaps examine it and see you know how to proceed and and what kind of postulates to put forward you know even saying this basically gets you dismissed <clears throat> so I, I agree. Everything gets a dismissed. Everything gets a dismissed. There's, there's no way to have a rational conversation with these people. I mean, even mentioning Azov gets you uh, uh, labeled and gets you dismissed. Uh, what is the way forward? Do you realize that we have to live with these people? These people. And I was telling Boyan that I was so surprised to see even some of my colleagues in academia using their, their social uh, capital in Bourdieu's term, their, their, their reputation to justify some of the most questionable uh, perspectives, like maybe some of the oligarchs, rival oligarchs in Russia will assassinate Putin. I mean, I have nothing to say to that. And Unfortunately, you see, Yuri, I, I told you that you live from and you discuss from a, a very relaxed perspective, but I have to live and work on a daily basis with these people. And I'll have to be very careful with what I say, even what I'm saying here can be used against me. And it is such a, a difficult situation because... Okay, on a personal level, let's say it's okay because it's nothing compared to what is happening in Ukraine. Let's be realistic. But at mm -hmm. the same time, this is a symptom of a problem because in symbolic terms, it's a disaster. It's a disaster because you can no longer have rational conversation. And when you have no longer have the possibility to have rational conversation, your society is doomed. doomed I'm sorry. Your society is heading for disaster if this is happening, because it means that uh, you are prepared for everything once the door is open for this type of, of hysteria and propaganda. Can you imagine an academic, a person who's serious, who, who, who studied so much to advocate for such, such ideas, to have some people in Moscow assassinate Vladimir Putin? I mean, I rest my case. I mean, come on, I understand that most of the people are really enraged with Vladimir Putin and would love to see him dead. Okay, okay. But let's not use our reputation as academics and, and, and provide actual solutions to such a childish perspective because, okay, you killed him, but what if the ones that kill him are even worse? Do you even think about that? Yeah, well, that's a perfect place to uh, close for uh, this uh, for uh, this segment. So we will be uh, so uh, we will be uh, right. Uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, we'll be right back. But before we uh, we conclude this segment, I just want to <clears throat> sorry about that. I uh, I'd like to suggest to our viewers and listeners and readers and you know our friends to please consider going to our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/TheBarricade, where you know, to the extent that you feel you can afford, you can make a monthly subscription to support us here, uh, you know, the independent Eastern European journalists who bring, uh, put out this show uh, and many other things uh, every week. Thanks and see you in the next segment. Thank you.